Business Desk Today is the podcast for New Zealand business leaders. Your daily business briefing from the team at businessdesk.co.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Business Desk Today, the daily podcast bringing you our top stories for the day ahead. It's Wednesday, the 24th of May. I'm your host, Murray Jones. The proportion of houses selling for a loss has climbed to its highest level since early 2016. Senior journalist Brent Melville reports that loss-making deals tallied to $43.2 million in the first quarter of this year, at a median loss of $60,000. Overall, the number of sellers who absorbed a loss climbed 6.1%. Worst hit were apartment owners, where more than 28% of all transactions this year failed to break even, at a median of $67,500 less than paid. The bulk of sales occurred in Auckland Central, according to CoreLogic chief economist Kelvin Davidson. He said while some of the sales could be linked to financial stress, the figures may also reflect the return of international students and Airbnb demand. As a whole, the Auckland market saw the rate of loss-making sales rise to 13.9%, nearly double that of the prior December quarter. Davidson explained that how long a property has been owned is the key factor in any resale profit and loss. Residences that were sold for a profit in the first quarter of this year had been owned for a median of 8.3 years. Loss-making resales, meanwhile, had a whole period of just 1.8 years. Liquidators of a live export outfit are looking at the viability of a claim against a shipping company that didn't turn up for its voyage more than two years ago. However, Riley Kennedy reports, they appear to be struggling for funding to pursue it. The non-completion of the voyage by MV Alcuates ultimately led to Genetic Development Exports Limited Partnerships insolvency before it was put into liquidation by the High Court at Hamilton. In April 2021, the 190-metre vessel was on its way to New Zealand to pick up 12,000 head of cattle, which had been organised by genetic development during a time of well-publicised shipyard congestion and supply chain disruptions. The cattle were waiting on two pre-export isolation farms. However, the ship broke down with damage to its propeller on its way to New Zealand. It left farmers, transport and livestock companies out of pocket. In the end, one of the farms waiting for money applied to the High Court to liquidate the limited partnership. 20 companies were listed as secured creditors, with 177 unsecured. At the date of liquidation, the partnership did not have any fixed assets, but was owed just over $45,000 in accounts receivable. Live export has now been banned in New Zealand, with the last shipment leaving Napier for China in March this year. The National Party has pledged to allow trade to resume under new, stricter regulation. And now, a word from our sponsor. More liquidation news and Oliver Lewis reports that top-tier law firm Bell Gully has applied to place a COVID-19 testing company linked to Australian man Cody Jenkins into liquidation. Jenkins is the sole director of NZ Rapid Tests, a company registered in 2022 to supply rapid antigen tests, among other products. He is also the director of Let's Go Beverages, a New Zealand alcohol company run from the Gold Coast that gave away a 2022 McLaren GT. As Oliver Lewis has exposed in his reporting, the giveaway encountered a number of setbacks and Let's Go was involved in the recent resale of the car. Both Bell Gully and the law firm acting for NZ Rapid Tests declined to comment. In a minute issued on Monday, Justice Christine Gordon declined Business Desk's application to access the court filings. 
in part because the testing company had yet to file a statement of defence. And lastly, an enthusiastic reminder to check out our newest weekly column, The Business of Government. This week, Jem Traylon highlights that applications are closing for New Zealand's next chief spook, more formally known as the Director General of the Government Communications Security Bureau. Recent history tells us that a lifetime of spycraft is not a necessity, with previous head Andrew Hampton having a degree in political science and holding managerial roles in the education and justice sectors before taking the top job. Hampton took over from Ian Fletcher, who abruptly quit for family reasons amid allegations his appointment was due to his friendship with then-Prime Minister John Key. Elsewhere, MB is commissioning four research projects on the impacts, barriers and enablers for a circular economy. This comes at a time when a survey of NZ economists has revealed that 52% disagreed that the circular economy concept improved economic analysis, while 22% agreed. In simple terms, a circular economy entails markets that gives incentives to reusing products rather than scrapping them and then extracting new resources. Head to businessdesk.co.nz to read Gem's full column, including TVNZ board speculation, and to discover the meaning of the word of the week, kludgyocratic. And now, to the markets. The New Zealand share market dipped nearly half a percent on the eve of the Reserve Bank's latest interest rates move, and infratil continues to set the pace amongst individual stocks. The S&P NZX50 index had a soft afternoon and fell 48.8 points, or 0.41%, to 11,944.2, as it waited for the Reserve Bank monetary policy statement, with an expected 25 basis points increase in the official cash rate to 5.5%. There were 69 gainers and 58 decliners over the whole market, on a volume of 26.63 million shares, worth $119.84 million. And a sneak peek at our daily quiz, which is the world's largest office building with 60 hectares of floor space and 26,000 employees. Have a great Wednesday.